Hey, everybody. Ed Carbo Hall. Solo this week on Coast to Coast Combat Hour. Matt Hawkins is uh, off traveling, trying to get away for some last, these last few weeks of summer that we have. Summer. That's why it's I'm in, still in my cooler room and not in the regular podcast area. So I apologize for how this looks for folks that watch the video of this. Um, podcast is brought to you by AllAccessMMA.com. It'll be a quick one this week. We just got to do a couple of housekeeping notes from UFC 278. Not housekeeping, but, you know, uh, results-based uh, news that we kind of, uh, when we did our breakdown, um, based on everything that happened with the title changing hand, titles changing hand in the main event uh, between um, Leon Edwards and uh, Kamaru Usman. You know, what? the funny thing about that fight, before, I mean, might as well just get right into it. Um, the uh, the weird, the it's not weird. It's actually pretty cool that Usman's reaction is kind of like very humbled and almost like a weight was lifted off of his shoulders because uh, the thing about the thing about it, it made me and Matt. I wish Matt was here to kind of chime in on this. It made me kind of remember like when um, when Fedor was undefeated for so long and then he got submitted by Fabricio Wardoom. I remember the look on Fedor's face was almost that of relief and not so much <clears throat> not so much um like sad that he lost. It was like just kind of like the burden of being the burden of being champion and, and you know all the pound for pound and all the you know you, uh, these you know, like Alex Behun likes to put those humanizing athlete posts up and and um you know these guys are human. So after a while you have to wonder if it, you know, if imposter syndrome, whatever has it, but whatever, ha- whatever the case may be with Usman, but it just seems like he needed the loss to kind of get his, get his focus back, and he almost seems grateful for it. So, I mean, that just makes him more dangerous in a rematch. I think um, from all the fights, I think that was the only one Matt and I got wrong from UFC 278. Um, other than that, uh, it was a pretty good card i enjoyed it uh the pacing and everything was great i know i like to bitch about pacing but it was great in other news um friend of the podcast jillian de you know she faces uh jessica delboni for the adam way title next month uh september 28th for invicta fc number 49 um they announced the location oklahoma today um so and the rest of the card so my MMA News has those details up if you want to check it out to see the rest of the card. It's going to be on Access TV and YouTube. So shout out to the homegirl, Jillian DeCourcy, for, uh, you know, getting uh, some more details about where she'll be uh, fighting for the title. And, um, you know, folks that want to go see it live, now they know where they can go see it. I mean, we're kind of hoping it'd be in my neck of the woods or she and I neck of the woods somewhere in the East Coast. But, you know, um it is easier to get fights done. I mean, we're still sort of like, as as I clear my throat, we're still sort of like uh, coming out of this whole COVID situation. So it's not as easy to book stuff in places where, you know, everybody would sort of want to see it. Mm. And um, what else did I have to talk about? We talked about Jillian's news. We talked about the uh, UFC 278. I wanted, is there anything else? Oh, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about Luke Rockhold's uh, last fight. Um, it's uh, we kind of chimed in on it, like 
before as we did our picks for last you know the guard changing in this sport seems to be happening more frequently than ever um as the sport gets bigger competition seems to be incoming you know younger fresher fighters even myself i you know i i, I talk about how i'm doing work with spectation sports now um i i have the link in the youtube bio if you want to sign up they're doing 20 percent off if you use my code carbazel just like my uh my hashtag or Twitter handle there. Um, the uh, the the talent and the the guys are getting younger. The talent is getting stronger. And as you fight in the sport and age, it's it's not going to get easier for you. And um, you know, Luke Rockhold's uh, the cool thing about it was the way he went out. I mean, it was definitely um, there's just something. There's something like artistically poetic about the way he went out. I know people make probably going to make fun of me for that, but like just the, you know, the whole, even though he was fatigued and, you know, his nose got broken, he's smearing the blood on, on Costa. <laughs> um, you know, his, uh, the whole, that was kind of his way of saying F you to, uh, you know, to everything that's been happening and the hate and whatever. I mean, the guy was champion, you know. So, um, another one hangs up the gloves, and it's just, uh, it's just one of those things that we're, we're. It's almost like every week we're seeing a fighter hang up the gloves. But um, I mean, that's just a testament to how how the sport is getting older, and the guys that are, you know, made that make names for themselves. Eventually, they get older, and just like every other sport that 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 has growth like that, or the growth that the UFC wants to see or thinks that they're at, that's just what happens. You know, every, being athletic is definitely a young man's game. So, you know, when you're in your mid-30s, mid-late 30s, that's considered old for fighting. So, um, I mean, with the stuff that happened with his leg and, you know, he had those two knockout losses and then he loses again by decision. But, you know, he he didn't go out like no chump. He definitely went out, you know, fatigued or whatever. He still fought till the final round. And I respect him for that. And I hope, uh, you know, whatever he does next, I'm sure he'll be fine. The guy's a model. looks better than me. I mean, you know, I'm older than him. And he he called himself old or whatever he said uh, in his post-fight press conference. But, I mean, I wish I I was as jacked. (laughs) I'm older than him, but I wish I was as jacked as he was when I was that age. So good luck to you, Luke Rockhold. And I'm jealous of your your, uh, fucking physique, bastard. That's just me being, you know, cheeky, but whatever. Um, all right, and I think that's it. Like I said, I was going to keep it short because Matt's away, but I, I didn't want to leave the podcast blank for the week because we've t- definitely taken off enough days from me being sick and stuff that happened, you know, you know, over the years. So um, let's look at this weekend. So this weekend, there's no UFC, right? And I'm sure by – today's Wednesday, so I'm sure by – Thursday, Friday, whatever the case may be. We'll start seeing the post and the cry baby of the shout out to uh, Jacob DeLeon of All Access MMA, All Access MMA, um, that supports this podcast, who coined the term for me anyway, UFC Stan, which is the modern day UFC fan that that just only watches UFC and nothing else. Um, One Championship will be premiering their event on prime video this week as you know this podcast is uh an affiliate of uh, amazon prime 
So if you use our link in our description of the audio or video, wherever you're watching this, sign up for Amazon Prime. You get Prime Video with Amazon Prime, and you can watch this on Friday. So it's not just for your free shipping and two-day quick shipping and stuff like that. You actually can get some good video content and watch it through whatever you want to watch it through. Um, so this is their uh, broadcast debut, and it's going to be I – mean, it's, it's not their – it's their Amazon Prime. It's a Prime Video broadcast debut because they did stuff like this with Turner Broadcasting last year. Or was it 2020? I think it was 2020. I forget the year. Not that long ago. Um, folks watched it. I think they followed AEW on Wednesday nights a couple of times. And that did all right for them. But if you're looking for some high profile or high production value mixed martial arts and you haven't watched one championship you definitely want to watch this one. The reason, I mean, the, the Demetrius Johnson and Adriana Morais are headlining this because of those one on TNT cards. I think it was the first one when they first fought. They fought for the Flyweight World Championship and uh, Mighty Mouse lost uh, due to being need when he was on the ground. So I have the one one FC.com, uh The event page is up here if you're watching the video version of this. You can go to their website to check out their rule set to see that that's actually something that is allowed there. If you are a UFC stan, you know, that might sound weird to you, but that's what's on there. That's that's allowed, and that's how Adriano Morais won. So they're doing a rematch. Again, since they're on American time and they're using an American broadcaster in, in Prime Video, this is what they're doing. Um and then the thing about one, if you're new to one and you don't know anything about one championship, it's not just MMA. They do Muay Thai, kickboxing, submission-only grappling. This is their first event. I think the next event's going to have some grappling matches. This card is just Muay Thai and MMA. I mean, so if you're a fan of the of the of the striking and the the punching and the kicking, and you don't like to watch grappling, I mean, there's MMA in it, so there probably will be some grappling, but. It looks like they're trying to uh, bring uh, bring all the bangers, so to speak, on this card uh, at one championship's debut um, on Amazon Prime Video this Friday. And it's going to be 9, what did they have on the time here? 8 p.m. Eastern Friday. So, you know, something to watch to get your weekend going. Um, if you're If you're thirsting for mixed martial arts, um, I love what one's been doing lately, especially when especially as a jujitsu guy, since they added submission only grappling, I couldn't be happier that they're doing that. I'm really happy that they're that that uh, I think the next card is on is going to be featuring some submission only. I, I Mikey Musumeshi and 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 um, and I'm sorry, I'm probably butchering his name, but he's one of my favorite grapplers too. I forget who he's facing on that card, I'd have to look ahead. I wonder if they have it on here. Let's take a look. Go to their events. One on Prime 2, this one here. So this one's going to be in October, uh, September 30th, rather. So this is, again, I'm, I'm jumping ahead, but just so you have an idea of what you probably, if you have Amazon Prime, you're, you're going to you have the option to watch this anyway. Mikey Musamechi? I hopefully I'm saying I'm, I'm fucking up names because Matt's not here because that's to fuck him up against Claire Souza. Um, they, they, they went all in on grappling. The fact that they're adding varied forms of 
martial arts is uh something that i'm definitely like really liking because i mean let, let, let's be honest you know shit gets boring you know especially if it's every week i mean the, the fact if you can watch ufc every every week and not not tell tell me you don't you're not getting burnt out from it then maybe i'm just a grouchy old man right but um listen it, it is what it is but i actually am i'm probably more excited for this than i am for any ufc card or, or pay-per-view as of late unless you add justin gaethje or brandon moreno to a card in which case that i changed that, that statement but um it's it's uh it should be a good bit of fun hope i mean obviously when they did the tnt thing you know they added they had him they had mighty mouse and they had eddie alvarez in that card and i guess they were looking hope you know looking to capitalize on names that american fans would know so they could grow the product with their you know you know uh familiarize the product with the new fan base but uh, that's not what happened marias won and, and alvarez lost he also had a weird a funny uh he got dq'd because he punched the guy in the back of the head you know because he couldn't he was doing what he was doing in fighting he wasn't paying attention to the way that the guy turned his head this way and you know the guy got punched in the back of the head just because he turned his head that way it wasn't something that alvarez did purposefully but um that's what we have to look forward to so again it's all mma and kickboxing for this first card um i will be live tweeting it and stuff i don't know if i'm doing results for my mma news yet um we're still figuring out how the weekend's gonna go but that'll be my that'll be the fights that i watch this weekend there's a fury pro grappling event on ufc fight pass but i i I, there's cffc on friday night on ufc fight pass as well but i'll be watching this and then on saturday i won't be watching anything on a screen because I'll be at men of war live watching my homeboy from, from my jiu-jitsu school, Nate Ray compete at the men of war event uh, where Steve Peacock, who's been on the podcast in the past, he's, he's the ring ring announcer. He's going to be actually doing the announcing for that. So it'll be nice to see him. And again, the home girl, Jillian, the course he has competed there um, for the audio listeners. I'm going to add the audio of my interview with her as the second half of this podcast so that you folks are not, left with my stuttering ass as your podcast of the week. But I just wanted to leave you with some content to listen to. That way we don't go do another bye week of uh, no podcast because uh, I think we've done enough of those and we should preserve those for like, you know, when both of us really can't do it um, and Matt can't do it because he's either in the air or in a car or something right now. So shout out to Matt Hawkins. Uh, we'll be back next week, I think. Right. I think we'll be back next week together. Um, with some probably with some crazy uh news or 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 you know recaps of these events that have passed i mean he watched the bkfc i know mike perry won you know the bkfc but I, I'll, I'll leave that for matt to talk about for next week again i just wanted to to drop a, some quick some quick uh recaps and audio for this week's podcast and kind of remind folks that you know just because there's no ufc this weekend and you're a fight fan that doesn't mean that there's nothing to watch um this is a this is one of those things um that if one championship is successful they could probably make their way over here to the united states and start putting car you know they have their i know we've said on the podcast before their rule set is approved in colorado so if they're just going to do stuff in colorado then you know hey 
maybe Colorado will get some new fight fans making trips out there to check out one's product. But um, it's something that they've, they've been wanting to do for a while. COVID kind of messed that up. I wrote about it over at SureDog some years ago. There's a Forbes article that I tweeted out recently that where they kind of reiterated that. They had their branding at the New York Stock Exchange this week. So they're going all in on, on trying to bring eyeballs and attention to uh, one championship on Prime Video. You know, Prime right now features, like, they have Thursday night football for, for the, this coming football season, and there's a lot of baseball on there now. So they're, the fact that they're trying to, to go in on more live sports, I think that's one of the things that a lot of, like, uh, business folks and, and financial analysts say are the, is the issue. Like, Netflix, when their subscribership and stuff drops because of they're, they're just doing a lot of corny shit, you know, live sports could save them. I mean, uh, like, if Karate Combat was on there, Netflix likes to do weird shit. Imagine if Karate Combat was on Netflix. They would they would get that just more that that would probably boost some of their numbers for folks that are looking for something new, some live sports. I mean, there's something about live sports that we humans love. And I think that um, I think that the MMA fan base is always kind of it's niche, but it's always kind of overlooked or not looked at enough when it comes to trying to bring attention to folks. And if you think I'm wrong about that, then just to rewind back to what the UFC did and what they're what they continue to do. You know, then now they have there's actually fight nerds because of the UFC. Like there's these fight nerds, and you know, you look at guys like Booger Beard and all these all these characters that are popular now because they're just fans of the UFC. So and I'm and I'm not saying that to insult anyone, I'm just saying like that's that's because the UFC went first to grab folks and, and from that market and built off their own market. So, you know, combat sports, MMA market is, uh, it's always kind of like it's there now. A lot of folks know it's there now. And I think it's cool that Amazon is jumping in on it. So if you don't have a prime membership, there's a, we always, we're a, we're a prime affiliate. Make sure you sign up for this weekend. If you want to check it out and, all the other cool stuff uh, that's on Prime Video. It's not just this. There's movies and TV shows and all that shit on there. The Boys. What else is on there? That's one of my favorite Prime shows, The Boys. And uh, I like Bosch and Bosch Legacy. That's cool. But, um, yeah. Uh, and, again, check out my interview with uh, Jillian DeCourcy. We did it, like, maybe a week or so ago, but her fight's September 28th. And I talked to her about that. She's not doing a lot of interviews going into it because she's going hard on training and getting ready for the fight if you're following her on social but we did talk about that fight upcoming fight so tune into that and uh thank you folks that i see are tuning in here i appreciate you um oh before i go i gotta shout out my former boss joseph correa for being right he called it live when we recorded last week about leon edwards versus kamaru usman you know like this this is the guy that that when we laugh and giggle and we talk about ring generalship. It's actually an inside joke from from Proof Media that Joseph and I kind of like laughed about. I forgot when how we came up with it, but um, he chimed in and was and told both Matt and I that we were going to be wrong, and he was right. We were wrong. So congratulations, Leon Edwards. Um, you know it'll be exciting to see what where where the UFC goes from there with future matchups uh, or rematch future matchups. You know that Masvidal fight's always there. Because of the whole uh, three piece and a chicken, three piece and a soda, whatever incident that happened between them back in the day, 
or not that long ago. But anyway, I'll leave you with that. Enjoy the interview. And again, thank you, folks, folks that are been along for the ride. Uh, appreciate you listening. Also, uh, make sure you check out all our past episodes over at allaccessmma.com. James Lynch my, and a bunch of other cool people contribute there. And that's it. Make sure you follow us on all the things. Uh, Matt usually does the closing out for that. I don't have that shit memorized, but, you know, at Combat Hour on Twitter, Coast to Coast Combat Hour on Instagram. I'm Carbazel, MMA Hawk 21 on Twitter, and all the other shit. Uh, just listen to past ep- episodes and you'll, you'll find us. Peace. All right, Ed Carbajal here with uh, Lionheart Jillian DeCourcy, who will be fighting for the Atomweight title September 28th. We're like, what, a little more like a month and a half away, I guess, right, from, from the fight? Yeah, I think it's like six, seven weeks we got. Yeah, so is that like is that like the normal like length of fight camp for you? Or I mean, I mean, obviously this is like for all the marbles so you've been preparing for a while, but right? Yeah, I mean, for for like a you know a three round fight, usually like if I get six weeks, I'm happy. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm good. That's a good spot. It's perfect amount of time. Um, this this one, I definitely had more um, a little bit probably closer to maybe like twelve weeks. Mm-hmm. So it was a little different, like spacing it out and you know, kind of planning different because six weeks you do things a little different. 12 weeks, you got to like play a little smarter. So I, I had a little hiccup when I was doing the int- introduction for you because they're, you know, I'm used to calling you Lionheart Jill and then they're calling you Jilly Bean when you <laughs> last fought. And then since then on Twitter, you've, you've, <laughs> you've played around with about a thousand nicknames. So where are we at with the with the names? Is it still Lionheart or what's what's the deal? Yeah, it's still it's still Lionheart. Um, but what we do is uh my I'm like uh my main gym now, they all call me Jelly Bean. So um, you know, I told them because usually it's uh one of my coaches from uh one of my smaller gyms that I train out the corners me a lot. So the thing was I was like, all right, when you guys when if one of you guys corner me for my fight, I'm gonna be announced as Jelly Bean. Um <laughs> in my last fight, one of my uh coaches from my main gym cornered me, so that's where that all came from. So, um, oh, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, and then, uh, yeah, and then Twitter is just me ju- just messing around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, uh, it's it's uh, it's fun, though. You know, it's another it's, – this is not on my list of questions, but, uh, um, you know, you, you've been so – you're always so active during fights on Twitter, like other events, not even just Invicta stuff, like watching fights with fans right. and stuff like that. I mean, um, do you ever, like, take anything in it? from watching those into your own camp, especially for with, with uh, something like a title fight you're getting ready for? Is there anything you ever see someone do that you're like, I can use that in my game? Um, Sometimes, um, you know, sometimes I see something cool and be like, oh, I want to let me play around with this. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, but for the most part, kind of like figuring out what's going to work and not, I just leave that up to my coaches because mm. um, they can see from the outside. And mm. it's like, hey, if they're like, hey, let's try this, then, you know, I give them feedback if it's like, hey, this feels comfortable, this feels doesn't. Um, but I usually let them bring, you know, new stuff to the table. Um, you know, with this is for all the marbles, obviously, with the title. Uh, you know, you've been working so hard all the all what since like 2016, right? Fighting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so here we are. Like, I mean, uh, uh, the last fight, I remember when we had you on the podcast, I noticed like. I saw it was the first time I could visibly see your mental focus change, like from you know the Jillian uh, that I'm used to joking right. around with, talking like this, and you know <laughs> versus versus the person that 
won the way you won your last fight. So when does that start happening for you, like mentally? Is it on fight week or weeks before or night of? Like when does that start happening for you? Um, well, last camp was like the the first camp that I really put like a lot of work into mm. that aspect. Um, I mean, I get asked about that all the time uh, because what I do, you know, outside of fighting. And yeah, yeah, everybody's like, yeah, you, you know, you do a little bit here and there. But last last camp, I put a lot of work into that side. So I would say the last camp, it started um, from the moment, you know, I got the fight. Mm. Um, and for this one, the same thing. Um, I've been mm-hmm. working on that side a bit you know, pretty much throughout, um, really hitting it hard, like the last couple of weeks, just to make sure, cause it's, it's a big aspect of it. Um, and you're not the only person that, that said that to me about last fight. Um, so it's kind of like great feedback to get because you know, yourself, you don't notice that side of it. Um, mm-hmm. and I've had like numerous people say that to me where they, they kind of were able to see like a very different level of like focus and just a shift in like, like being, even just feeling comfortable. Mm-hmm. Was it a was it pretty much a done deal from the last fight because of the way you won and the highlight the way it spun around for like the, the week or so after that happened? I mean, or or did it take that about that long to uh, to get it? Uh, you know, to call and say, listen, you got to fight for the title next. Um, I mean, I I kind of had a feeling like um, you know that it was gonna be happening, but it took a little bit to get the actual like official mm. like, hey, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get this. Um, it was more like a kind of like, you know, knowing just what the division looks like, um, who, you know, who else might be in line. You know, I knew there wasn't that many people at the top. Mm. Um, so it was like, you know, winning in that way. I'm like, there's, there's no way I can't not get the shot. Cause who else is, is, is even close to it. And I, you're such a student of the sport, like obviously with, with, uh, the coming up and fighting, you've seen the foot to the champ fight a bunch of times already do you feel like you you've got uh enough in your in the mental like records of watching her fight to you know just people talk about watching tape i mean if anyone watches tape i probably no one watches more tape than you because you watch a lot of fights as a fan and as as a student of the game and everything so like um where how do you how does it measure up especially when now you're someone you've seen fight so much you're getting ready to actually fight them for the title um, I mean, so what I started doing, especially like my last fight, is um, you know, obviously you need to know knowledge on your opponent, you need to know what their what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are. Um, but really not focusing so much on like what they're gonna do and, and worrying about their side of it and just focusing on um building my strengths and closing my own weaknesses. Cause if I focus too much on them, taking away from 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 me, right? And then you you see it when um people fight and they're fighting more tentative, more scared. That's because you're too much worrying about what they're going to do, right? Like, oh, they're really good at this. Well, all right, maybe they are, but who says that they're going to be good at it that night? Mm. I mean, it's, it's, it's just crazy watching your whole journey get to get to this point. I mean, I know it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's like six weeks out. Is that generally like your, uh, your, I mean, six weeks, a good fight camp for you. I mean, I know you said you're always getting ready and you're always training and you're always helping other people get ready. So, um like is that a good amount of time like like is does the fight camp ever wear too long and kind of there's no burnout for someone like you I wouldn't imagine not right yeah no I feel um well and also like I approached it like a little bit differently since this Mm. was a much longer camp um like I I tried to play it smart right like it was like you know push and then knowing when like all right you know my body needs a rest all right because I have such a long camp I I can be like all right yeah you know what I can take a rest day today I can you know I can adjust it um so i don't i don't feel burnt out at all i mean i feel ready to go and i still got 
you know, six weeks more to keep um, leveling it up. Mm. Um, what's what, what what do you do on a downtime to kind of keep keep yourself uh, from mental burnout and physical burnout? Like, I know you're always doing horror movie trivia or, or <laughs> random movie trivia. Like, like, so what's your favorite thing to do? Um, I mean, this one, it, this camp's been a little different because it's summer, right? So, mm. uh, yeah, yeah, I got to get my summer stuff in. So it's like kind of laying out my pool, going to the hot tub, um, you know, kind of catching some rays and just literally just kind of laying around, um, go to concerts here and there, mm-hmm. just trying to keep like, have like, you know, every once in a while, some like, I guess like normalcy of living where like, you're still doing, <laughs> you know, things that you like to do in your life outside of. Yeah. Um, and just finding that very fine line of balancing where getting all your work in, but also having, you know, being able to enjoy your life. Mm. You know, you, you bring up something interesting. I got to ask as, as a Northeastern uh, professional mixed martial artist, do you prefer training in the, in the summer months more than what we usually get? Like, cause I feel like in our area, winter lasts like nine months uh, and it, it's, it's just harder for me to get, I mean, as an old, I'm an old man, but. You know what I mean? Like, 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 do you prefer the warmer months? To, to... Uh, yeah, I, per- I thousand percent perform the prefer the warmer months. Um, you know, it's it's, a, it's like a flip. Like some people yeah. don't like to take fights like in the summer or coming off the summer because they yeah. want to, you know, enjoy and do what they got to do. Um, which, yeah, it's a trade off. Right. But for me, it's so much easier to, to, to train to, to get runs and you can get your outdoor workouts in. So it's like, all right, yeah. like last weekend, um, you know, my boyfriend, and I did, we did a whole, you know, whole um outdoor workout at the track and it was great because it was like all right we get to enjoy the sun the nice weather and we're getting our work in so it's mm. like a, a double win yeah um I, I was curious about that i'm surprised i've never asked you that before because <laughs> i can't i can't stand training in the in the winter months but um um you, you meant i was going to ask you before when i asked you the question about mental preparation because you had you had said there was do you remember the name of the book that you said your boyfriend had yes had given you yep it's it's called predator <laughs> mindset <laughs> I actually purposely, I was like, wait, let me make sure, let me (laughs) check this because I keep forgetting. (laughs) Predator mindset. I got to write that down and get a hold of it myself. Yeah, no, it's, Um, it's, it's great. It's a great, and it's a quick read. It's an easy read. It's, it's, it's great. And um, he was in your corner for the last one. I assume he's going to be in the corner along with Jason and all them for this one. Yeah, this one, um, I'm going to have, um, Two of my main coaches, like my one coach that's cornered me almost pretty much all my professional fights, um, and my coach that cornered me my last fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm assuming I get three for this one because um, it's a title fight, and then my boyfriend yeah. will be in the he'll be the third. Um, just like kind of is a good support system. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially, <laughs> I mean, uh, hopefully you get to leap into his arms again. Oh Because <laughs> that was just everything was just so amazing. I mean, so. Uh, uh, that that's pretty much all I have for for my questions about. I mean, it's, it's September twenty eighth. Um, I'm not going to ask you for because the prediction. I mean, obviously, the, you, we don't want to give away game plans or anything like that. Right. I'm just looking forward to seeing it. I think it's a long time coming. Um, you know, well earned. Obviously, with the way that you've been. I mean, you fought in tournaments. I mean, you went and fought on short notice and other promo- in CFFC. I mean, it, it's it's about time that uh, you know. <laughs> at a weight Thank class you. that you like so yes <laughs> uh, if you want to give your sponsors and stuff a shout out i know you'd like to do that uh, uh take the time please the floor is yours Sure. Thank you so much. Um, like I, my always, uh, my little disclosure, if I forget any of my sponsors, I really apologize. Um, so I got restored naturals, um, needs 
in great product. Um, see check for um, any no gear gear you need, fight outfits, uh, you know, custom sets. She got you. Um, we got what else we got? We got oh my god, great mouth guards. Um, for every single one of my fights, I use their custom mouth guards. Um, and I got pretty nice teeth, so uh, we like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god, I, there's a bunch of others, and I am a little slow, and it's a Sunday night, and I just got punched in the head yeah. a lot. So, um, everybody else, I am very sorry, I'm a little dumb right now. <laughs> That's um, all right. Yeah, thank you for having me on, my coaches at Long Island MMA and Ring Sport Morsi. All right, cool. Well, that's that's it for me. I will uh, looking forward to it. September twenty eighth, Invicta FC forty nine, uh, uh, Delboni versus DeCorsi. I I can't yeah. wait. We're probably we're probably doing a fight chat during it when it happens. But um, yeah, oh, for awesome, sure. awesome. Thank you. I appreciate you. it. All right, have a good night. You too. Bye.